0: Weekly Wheaties 2404, AI Fair Use, Samsung, Rabbit AI, Eat Across the US. My Argument for the Fair Use of AI. As the new year came and went, we saw the New York Times sue OpenAI and Microsoft over copyright concerns. This isn't anything unexpected, as the topic has been talked about for a while even before ChatGPT was opened up to the public to the extent it's available today. The lawsuit, I believe as many others do, will be based on the issue of intellectual property and fair use. I have two ways of looking at this that go hand in hand. First, put simply, AI should be used as a tool. I've said it many times before. A quick search pulls up three of my newsletters saying the same thing. The first time was a year ago in 2303, then again in 2333 and 2337. Users of AI software should view them as a tool to help, and they should never copy and paste results, as all generated results should be verified. What's interesting is most AIs will give references if asked, and then you can even ask the AI to check the results for copyright infringement or plagiarism. Clearly, these rules were not followed. Secondly... There's no one person controlling the AI trying to plagiarize, steal, or pretend to be something it's not. I've talked in a post I made about advertisements on social media. In the most basic of terms, it's a computer looking at something over here, X, and pairing it up with something over there, Y. Generative AI is very similar. No one person sees the results. No one person is manipulating the results. It is all completed by a computer, or bot, if you will, in a vacuum. Sure, the algorithm can change how results are compiled, but guess what? The AI in use can still only respond based on what it has access to and what it's trained on. Anything that is placed on the internet, whether behind a paywall or not, can be made available for anyone with an internet connection. And also remember, generative in the case of AI means it is making things up. The hope is to make something new. But based on the prompt provided, that's not always the case. I believe the New York Times will lose based on precedence, but also because it's the right thing moving forward. I've also said this before. I am not a fan of stifling innovation, especially in the technology sector, because of what may or may not happen because of it. I definitely don't wish ill upon any one or any business. But I also don't think we should hinder the innovation and access of AI just because it might cause a business or area of business to be shut down. I also don't think AI will cause news outlets to shut down as some believe. If anything, they may just be the final nail of something seen coming. Do your own search for the decline in news over the years, or check out this article from 2014 before social media took over and long before AI was around. I do understand things have changed, but I stand by my opinion on change should move things forward, not cause hindrance. The same thing could be said for companies that purchase patents and shelve them. The precedent has been set years ago with Google scanning books to make them searchable. Books, mind you. Most authors who write a book send the entire script off to be copyrighted. No journalist sends their articles off. Even so, there's not enough time to wait for the copyright before posting. The news part would then be irrelevant and useless in many cases. Now, there are legalities around written work holding some form of a copyright once published, but it's still not completely formal, especially compared to a book. Even so, as early as 2005, news companies, in this case Agents France Press, settled out of court with Google, You'd think they won by nature of them receiving payment, but Google pays for the right to use their articles in search, which helps the case that it is okay to do, they just may have to pay for it. Not to mention Google has a pretty good track record in having suits dismissed or settled when up against claims of intellectual property or copyright. That said, at worst, I believe OpenAI and Microsoft will win, but may have to start paying any company from which they use copyrighted material. Or they may have to require companies to opt in to allow their data to be used for AI training. However, that means they would then eventually train the AI to find material that isn't copyrighted first, so they may save money when possible. And at some point when reporting facts, they can't be copyrighted anyway which begs a new question pertinent to this case. At what point does something stop being labeled as news and now is labeled as fact? Next, I believe removing access of any AI to current news is a disaster, much less information as a whole. It will potentially cause it to give false data and information when reporting. One may say, good, then maybe AI will go away instead of the news. Except we're too far gone for that to happen. And at that point, each news article, or company, will just have their own AI and start charging users to use the AI to crawl their site instead, something we absolutely don't want. AI as a technology is here to stay and will only embed itself across softwares more and more as the years come. It's inevitable and it's also going to be a bit aggravating, sorry in advance, Except there's another issue that seems to get pushed by the wayside solely because of scalability, and that is the human factor. Basically, my argument is this. If a human can do it legally, then why can't a computer do it? If some friends and I can access, read, and summarize articles from the New York Times, why can't a computer do it? Because they can do it faster and cheaper? The whole reason computers were invented and are still in use as much as they are today is because they help us do things faster, cheaper, and more conveniently. If I can study Van Gogh for years, become an expert artist, and can create an image of Grumpy Cat in the style of Van Gogh, why would we stop an AI from doing it too? See paragraph four for my response. All that said, there's another kicker to this story that I argue helps prove my point. An AI, read, computer, will only do what it's told to do and has the capability and legal ramification to do. In the case of the New York Times copyright claim, it appears they may have intended to manipulate the prompts to get a specific output. While the court documents do not show the submitted prompts, maybe they will come out during the trial. Time will tell, and hopefully the truth will come out. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't present myself to know everything in this space, only trying to provide my opinion based on what I do know, what I've researched, and what I think based on all that's available to me. I try to be as unbiased as possible, but I am human and know my personal opinions and beliefs may cloud my judgment sometimes. All that I can say is AI didn't write any of this, but did help brainstorm the title and created the image. What do you think about AI's access to material placed online? In case you missed it, the Samsung Galaxy S24 event. A few months behind Tech Samsung held an event to release a line of Galaxy S24 phones, including a Plus and Ultra variant. Updates to the OS include a few new features, too. You can circle items or text in pictures or on the screen to simply search for them. Through the live translation features you can converse in other languages. Of course, it's faster, has more processing speed, more storage, etc. And similar to Apple, it now comes in titanium. But this camera has a 100 times optical zoom enhanced by AI along with many other apps in the phone. Check out all the features on samsung.com. in case you missed it, the Rabbit R1 AI gadget. Kind of out of nowhere, a new company by the name of Rabbit released a handheld AI companion, the Rabbit R1. This handheld device is not necessarily designed to replace your smartphone, but is decided to, potentially, sorry, replace it sometimes. It functions similar to ChatGPT and similar chats, but can instead do a few things most AI bots can't, at least yet. It can talk to most of your apps and complete tasks that may take multiple steps or use multiple apps otherwise. For example, it can play music, answer questions, make reservations, find a restaurant, and get directions, hail a rideshare, and more. However, it can also use the camera to answer questions based on what it sees. Check out their keynote on YouTube. Why not just an app? The founder answers that on Twitter here. Pick of the week Eat across the U.S. In case you're trying to do one of the two things I am, eat as many different cuisines as possible while separately planning a road trip, I would like to help you do both. Dr. Randall S. Olson used an algorithm to help compute the optimal road trip across the U.S. There are actually two maps shared one based on a national landmark in each state, and one based on the most popular city in each state. If you dare take this trip on, consider the following for bonus stops. The most famous local dish from every state, the most famous local sandwich from every state, every regional style of hamburger we could find across the United States. Weekly Wheaties is a reader-supported publication. To receive new posts and support my work, consider becoming a free or paid subscriber. See links for the above items at WeeklyWeedies.com.